0: Hey everybody, it's Damara West, founder of Be Well, Beautiful Woman. Our mantra is all about making sure that women Put their wellness first and their business second we do this in a variety of ways like our podcast that you're listening to right now we blog about every single week we've actually just recently started this Facebook live um, called Fabulous Fridays there are our wellness days so that you can start the weekend right keeping in mind rejuvenation and connection and relaxation and joy in addition to that we have our be well beautiful woman tour coming up if you're in the state of michigan or surrounding areas you will not want to miss this it is a full day of wellness dedicated to female leaders and entrepreneurs. We wanna help you to up your wellness game in a myriad of ways and we're gonna be in Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids in Detroit. So make sure that you check us out at bewellbeautifulwoman.com. That'll give you an opportunity to learn more details. Go ahead and buy that ticket. It's $100 flat rate, you can't beat it. Truly, truly, truly. We even have an afterglow. Powerful fireside chats from women who are phenomenal in a variety of businesses. And then we've got wellness workshops focused on business leadership, uh, and of course, things that have to do with holistic kinds of things, an opportunity to shop from women owned vendors, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And we have our Be Well Beautiful Woman retreat that's going to be in August, and that'll be for women all over. It's four days of doing really, really deep work. Um, small group of women, really sacred. And uh, definitely get plugged in. And if you're not following us on social media, make sure that you do that. We are at B, just the letter B, Well Beautiful. Um, that's our Twitter handle along with our Instagram handle. And make sure that you like. Like our Facebook page, which is Be Well, Beautiful Woman. Now I want to give you what you are here for. I have the privilege of introducing a woman by the name of Valerie Poe. Valerie is based in the Maryland area. We had an opportunity to meet at one of the events that I was at um, last year across the country and um, really, really take pride in making sure that I'm connecting with phenomenal women who are doing work um, around wellness and leadership and business um, so that we can partner with or that we can be in solidarity with in some shape or form. So ultimately, Valerie has been working in the health promotion field for over 15 years. She's a three-time, yes, three-time graduate of Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey, where she studied public health as lo- along with nursing. She's a blogger for BlackGirlHealth.com, a member of Black Nurses Rock, and a Co organizer of her local Girl Trek walking group. And I love, love, love Girl Trek and all the things that this woman is doing. Valerie's a firm believer that with the right tools and resources, you can unlock the door to your health and well being. Valerie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. So we're going to go ahead and dive right in. So, mm-hmm. I want to start with, you know, you're a blogger for blackgirlhealth.com. And yes. I know that I, you know, I'm curious and I believe that our listeners are curious about what are the kinds of things that you write about as a blogger for blackgirlhealth.com.
1: So, we typically have content strategy meetings where we will get together and we talk about what are the things that we think are important to black women and girls and also having a background in health and well-being. I really draw on the national health observances and what's happening each month. And so this particular month is actually Heart Health Awareness Month. And so I decided to write something about blood pressure, but I'm also writing something about love and what it's like to be single. So we really just try to tie in and tap into what's going on that's impacting Black women and girls. And then, you know, as Black women, you know, what are some things that we are dealing with, struggling with, or have overcome that we would want to share with other black women. So that's really kind of how we strategize what it is that we're going to write about.
0: Yeah, I love that. And um, I'm just curious, you know, with you writing a piece uh, on what it's like to be single, right? And, mm-hmm. and still love yes. yourself. You know, what are some of the bottom liners that you're that you plan to highlight if you haven't already written it um, related to that article?
1: So the article actually came out on Wednesday and it is live on blackgirlhealth.com. And what I I wrote about was, you know, the ebbs and flows of being single because ultimately it's going to be a roller coaster ride from, you know, feeling confident in the fact that, okay, I love me. And, you know, whether or not there's someone to validate, you know, who I am, I'm gonna be okay, versus oh my gosh, I have no one to love me and I'm sad and I don't know what to do and I may never find anyone. So I really just wrote about what that has felt like, what my journey has been. And the ultimate takeaway points were really, you know, you have to understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and there is nothing wrong with you. We all have things that we should work on. Yes. But the core of who we are, we are, we are worth you know, being loved. We are worth, you know, being cared for and and being understood and having someone take a chance on us. And that's everyone. And so just understanding that you are, you are worth something, even if someone does not validate that. The other thing is, I think it's so important that during your season of singleness, and this is something that I've struggled with and had to work through and will continue to work through because it's a journey, is understanding that I have to love me no matter what. And in order for someone else to love me, I have to show them what that looks like and what it is that I need. So if I don't love me, I can't show anybody else how to love me. And so during this time, this is learning, you know, who you are, what you're all about, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, et cetera. And so it's just really, really important to love yourself first. And another thing that I have learned along the way is that, Every door that closes may not have ever supposed to be open, if I said that correctly yeah so we, we get we get the gist yes yes so, so just I, I keeping those things in mind
0: yeah i love this message and particularly because it's valentine's day right and um mm-hmm. i think that one or two ways one or two things happens on valentine's day right we're really excited because we've got somebody that we can share it with or we're kind of in the dumps a little bit because it's a day that's all about celebrating love and the reality is is that Absolutely. You know, love is an inside job. And I think that we have to treat ourselves with love um, no matter what is happening in our life and figure out a way to create joy. And so, you know, for me, Absolutely. you know, I'm in that single space right now. And I'm like, I'm going to see the photograph later. I've got this beautiful <laughs> new uh, purple blouse that I'm wearing. Purple's my favorite color. I'm going to make myself really beautiful today. Um, because at the end of the day, it's a celebration of love, period. And we don't have to celebrate that with other people. But I think oftentimes we externalize love and joy and peace. And the reality is, is that we have to do the work on the inside so that no matter what's happening on the outside, we're good. We're That's right. You know, and so I'm looking forward to reading that article. And my hope is that our listeners will also um, tune in and- I mean, may even just go ahead and, and share it through our social media channels so that we can oh, make sure do. and take advantage of, of that writing.
1: All oh, right. This,
0: yeah, yeah. N- no problem. So my next question um, is, is really, it's more, really more of a statement. You know, I was intrigued mm-hmm. when I read that you were a member of Black Nurses Rock. Um, and I, and you know, what I know is that being in support networks with people who reflect our identity is so important. So my question is, you know, what has been uh, being, what has been being in this group meant for you or what has being in this group meant to you?
1: So, and I'm actually a new member of black nurses rock. I actually just joined, I was a part of another organization. um, And I had been following them on Instagram, social media outlets and I saw all the great things that they were doing and I just felt like it was time for me to join. So, I have not officially become a part of a chapter just yet. I'm waiting for one to open up in my serving area, but I plan to do, you know, the community service with them and just being around like-minded professionals and sitting at the feet of people who have come before me, as well as perhaps being a mentor to maybe someone who is just getting out of nursing. So, I'm really looking forward to getting actively engaged with them, but I've seen all the wonderful things they're doing, I know they have a conference that's coming up, I won't be able to attend, but again, just staying in the know because I'm not your traditional nurse, I actually work in corporate health and well-being, so I'm on the primary prevention side, I put together wellness programming, et cetera. So I don't have a typical clinical background, so it's always great for me to spend time with clinical nurses who are perhaps working at the bedside or who are keeping their clinical skills up. So I just think it's really, really important, you know, for me to do that, but also to be around other professionals that look like me. I think that is very, very important.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, It's one of the things that we really pride ourselves on at Be Well, Beautiful Woman, that uh, although we have created this inclusive space for women where we want to serve any woman that really feels drawn to our work, we're really strategic about making sure that women who have historically been left behind the wellness landscape, and more specifically Black women and women that don't have a lot of means have a platform to be connected to our work. um, Because you know, health should not... Be for a select few, it should be for all of us, and so you know. But talking about the importance of having relevant representation, I think, is so important um, because Absolutely. there are so many things that we have to deal with day in and day out in life where people can't relate to us, where we may be the only one right. in the room, right? Um, And that may happen often. And just the wear and tear of the lived experience of certain identities, like the identity of being Black, um, can take its toll Mm. on us. And so I think that having people that have those shared experiences can just help to make life easier. It's like a relief when you know that this person gets me, they see me, because in part they've had these same kind of experiences.
1: Absolutely. And what we call a double minority is a
0: double blessing.
1: I'm black and I'm a woman. You you just can't get any better than that.
0: That's real. That's real. And That's a whole nother podcast, which we may have to have you come back for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I want to jump the, into just the fact that you've been a nurse for a number of years, right? I mean, you know, you've been mm-hmm. in the field for 15 years and, you know, I'm sure that you've learned a lot in your profession, both through your education and just through your practice, even though, like you said, you know, what you do is really different, like it's not traditional. Mm-hmm. But okay. having all that insight, I know that you probably have, you know, an idea of what maybe the three most important ways are for women to practice preventive care.
1: Hmm. Absolutely. So I would say the first thing, and I actually wrote an article about this on blackgirlhealth.com as well, is give yourself permission to be a priority. I don't think that we put ourselves on our to-do list. And if you don't put yourself on your to-do list, it's an incomplete list. So I think the first thing we have to do, and it's counterintuitive to what we know and how we were designed, right? Women were created to be a helpmate. And so that means we are helping everyone else. And we tend to put our own needs, you know, to the back burner. But the thing is, you cannot do for anyone else if you are not complete, if you are not whole, if you are not taken care of. One of the analogies I love to use is. The safety instructions you get when you're taking a flight, what they tell you is first thing you need to do is put your oxygen mask on first before helping those around you. If you can't breathe, what exactly are you going to do for the next person who can't breathe? Yeah, You have to take yes. care of yourself first. So I just think it's important that we give our self permissions to, to be a priority. The other thing I think is really, really important is to pay attention to our bodies. I don't think we, we do enough of that. We live in very fast paced societies where everything has to get done, you know, yesterday. And there's so many things that we have to do, but our body talks to us all the time. We just tend not to listen or we hear it, but we decide we don't want to listen to that particular message at that particular time. And so a lot of things that, you know, potentially could be minor end up major because we've ignored them for so long. So again, when your body talks, make sure that you pay attention to it, you listen to it, and you take action. The other thing is you know, just going for annual well visits. That's why they're called annual well visits, because you're supposed to go once a year. And don't ignore those things. I have people who I will take their blood pressure, and I ask them questions like, when was the last time you had your blood pressure taken? Or when was the last time you had a physical or well visit? Oh, it's, I don't even know. It's been years. It's been decades. That should not be our response. We should be able to remember the last time we took care of ourselves the same way that we remember the last phone call we received, the last text message we got, the last post we posted, all of those other things. As much as we are in tune with technology, we need to be in tune with our bodies. So those would be the three important things that I would say that I've learned. From my work and well being and that I would share, you know, with other people.
0: I love that because those things are really accessible, right? It's, it's um, Even if you don't have insurance um, and you have to go to like your house center or pay out of pocket, Absolutely. A, uh, a visit where you're just going in for an annual checkup is going to be a lot less expensive than having to do a lot of other things, right? So that we know in real time, Absolutely. we get our blood work. We know what, if our vitamin D levels are low, we know if our sugar right. is too high, we know if our right. cholesterol, and then it allows us to just put some easy changes in place to address those things for next year, right? And then I love this idea that that you said earlier, and I don't want us to miss this, that if you put your... Uh, to do list together, your self care list together, and you're not on that list, the list is incomplete. That needs to be like a quote. Um, Absolutely. Just as a reminder for us, because oftentimes as women, and particularly black women, we are not on the damn list, right? No, we are no. never on the list. And <laughs> if we are on the list, we might be on the list for things like, you know, getting our hair done or our nails done or you know, right. making sure that we look good. But those things are external and they're not, they do very little to help Mm -hmm. to boost our wellness right and yes we feel better when we look better but it's not going to create the kind of peace and joy and long-term health benefits that other kinds of practices will right so um so that was that was really really rich all right so just
1: if i could tag on one more thing too as you were talking about um going for the annual well visit, primary and preventative care is covered. That's free. So when you go for your annual well visit, that doesn't cost anything.
0: Absolutely, as long as you have insurance. You're right, as long as you have
1: insurance. Then like you said, if you don't have insurance, you can find out from a healthcare provider what their flat rate would be to pay for a particular service. And like you said, it is going to be much less Expensive than it would be to go for full out treatment and to have to do some type of restorative care. Absolutely. Um, so, absolutely. Absolutely. That's
0: good. That's good, sis. Thank you. All right. So, as we wrap up, um, you know, I, we, we can't get off this interview without talking about your own wellness practices, right? And, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, it, it seems like you embody wellness in a multitude of ways. Um, so, besides leading girl tracks, mm-hmm. what are your favorite wellness practices?
1: Hmm. <sighs> Let's see. So full disclosure, I absolutely cannot stand physical activity. Cannot stand it, right? Me
0: either. Me either. I just have not stand a, it. I'm giving you a fist bump through the mic. Okay. <laughs> yes. Stand I'm with it. you.
1: Yes. But in my line of work, there is no way that I can Tell you to do something that I don't do. Same way that I can't talk to you about overcoming something that I haven't struggled with. So, again, I I like to use my own self as an example. So, I don't like physical activity. I know that I'm not motivated to do it. So, I have a trainer and she's absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. And she meets me where I'm at. I have grown so much. So, three days a week, I work out with her because if it was up to me, I would go to the gym, I would look at the treadmill and say, you know what, Uh, I could do about five minutes of this and go home. And that's a waste. So again, I I try to make sure that I'm being physically active. I try to walk as much as I can, you know, throughout my workday because what they've shown is that if you work out, but then you're sedentary, it can actually negate the workout. So you need to make sure that you are constantly kind of moving throughout the day. So I try to make sure that I am that I'm doing that. Um, let's see. That's, that's probably the biggest thing for me. I'm still working on eating healthy. It's ebbs and flows, right? So I have moments where I'm all in. And then I have moments where the minute I have some sugar, I'm all out. So again, just making sure that if nothing else, and I think that's a, a key takeaway that I try to give everyone is it's about awareness and education. So We know that knowledge doesn't equal behavior change, even though they say it does, it doesn't because we all know what we should be doing, but we don't necessarily do it. The gap there is about what motivates us. And so you need to figure out what your personal motivators are, whether it's looking good in that dress. So I'm going to eat right and I'm going to work out. That's fine from shallow to really, really deep and foundational, but you have to figure out what motivates you because that's what's going to push you to actually do better. But I just try to make sure that even if I eat bad, I'm aware of what that is now. I know what that's going to do to my body. And I know, you know, the setbacks that I'm going to have because of it. So again, I'm just trying to make sure that I am more aware because I realize in talking to a life coach that I'm really not. Like I don't pay attention to the scale and the numbers and things. She was like, You're not aware. So I just try to increase my awareness so that hopefully I will work towards um doing better. The other thing is I shut down. And I know that kind of sounds negative, but I take the time that I need and I make myself no longer available until I'm okay to come back out and be what I need to be for me and everybody else. But I shut down. When I can't do anymore, I take a nap or I turn the phone off or I just stop talking. So I think it's important that you know we take the time like you said you want to look good you want to feel good that's one part of self care the other part is creating boundaries setting limits on your time on your energy on your space and i struggle with it but there are times where it's absolutely necessary and for me napping is my drug of choice so when it gets to be too much i'm in my room i'm taking a nap i'm i'm taking my downtime so those are some of the things that you know i try to do regularly so that i can you know, make sure that I'm, I am practicing what I preach.
0: Yes. Yes. I love that. And all those things are super accessible, you know, um, taking time for ourselves, shutting ourselves off from the world, taking naps. If we can, you know, get to that place, all those things are super accessible. And then you're keeping it real, right? Because you're talking about how it's being a practice means we have to keep working it. We don't arrive at something. We just keep working at it. So since our time, it is a journey. It is a journey. So our time has come to an end. Um, I want to make sure that people can stay in touch with you. So, real quickly, how can they do that?
1: Sure. So the best way is probably on LinkedIn. Um, Valerie Pogue, you can find me on LinkedIn. Another way is also via email, very open to that. It's coach C O A C H V as in Valerie and as in Nicole P as in Peter at gmail.com. I'm always open to you know connecting with people, and it's not about just you know, what I can offer, but also what you can offer me and how I can learn and share with other people.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Right. So we are, we are imparting and we are also always learning. So thank you yes. for being here, Valerie. It was such a, thank a you. pleasure being with you listeners. Thank you for tuning in as always. We appreciate you. Make sure that you um, check out all the fantastic things we're doing at bewellbeautifulwoman.com. If you're not signed up for our e-news, please do that. Every week, we're going to send you inspiration to your inbox and keep you in the know about all things Be Well, Beautiful Woman. Until next time, y'all. Ashe.